Hi guys, I am Mafeng Kim and you're welcome to WTSWGX. What they say versus what God says. You're welcome. Uh, today we're still on the title, Choose Your Heart. Comfort, Pleasure and Addiction. And this is part two. In the hierarchy of human needs, you'll find five basic components. There's some diagrams that have six, but the major ones are five. Now, at the bottom of this pyramid, you find physiological needs like air, water, food, sleep, shelter, clothing, reproduction. These are primal needs, basic needs. Now, next up, you have safety needs like personal security, employment, resources, health, and property. Now, further up, you have love and belonging. Now, this includes friendship, intimacy, family, and a sense of connection. You know, since humans are social beings, it therefore follows that they have social needs. Now, once these needs are sorted out, the next is esteem and respect. You'll find here needs like self-esteem, status, recognition, strength, freedom, and the likes. Then at the peak, at the top of that diagram, you'll have self-actualization and the desire to become the most that one can be. You observe that these categories metamorphose from survival and need to desires and want. This is how the need for comfort slips into pleasure. They overlap. Now, what is pleasure? Pleasure in this context refers to a state of being pleased or contented. A person or action that causes enjoyment, a thing that causes enjoyment. It could also mean delight, gladness, happiness, indulgence, gratification or satisfaction. Remember we noted in the last episode that where you get comfort from is what you gain pleasure in. Now, pleasure is not a bad thing. God created us with the capacity to enjoy and experience pleasure. But the question today is, where do you gain your pleasure from? Listening to good music, dancing, eating, singing, spending time with loved ones or hanging out. There are many pleasures that life on earth affords human beings. It depends on individual preferences. Now, the next question is, in your time of need, where do you get comfort? And also, why do these things comfort us or you in this case? When you find out why, the next thing to find out is how it affects your life. Now, notice I didn't say find out if it's a sin because this is far beyond mere sin. Find out if it affects your relationship with God. Because that's the most important thing. If in your time of need, where you get comfort is in the flesh, you're at risk. The spirit of worldliness is so subtle and it ever sits near the flesh. Paul talked about a colibra with them. His name was Demas. Who was in the work with them and then left one day to another city. Now, whatever Demas thought when he was moving, 
I don't know. But the bottom line is, he left. Now, 2 Timothy 4.10a says, Demas has deserted me because he loves the things of this life and has gone to Thessalonica. Simple. Now, some versions say he left because he loved the world. But in Jesus' parable about the sower who went out to sow seeds, he spoke about the seeds which fell among thorns. That was in Mark 4.19. It says, Then the cares and anxiety of the world and distractions of the age and the pleasure and delight and false clamor and deceitfulness of riches and the craving and the passionate desire for other things creep in and choke and suffocate the word and it becomes fruitless. As long as you hold on to the world with your other hand, your Christianity will not yield result. And if you're not yielding results, you're not growing. And if you're not growing, die, you're dying. Mark 8.36 says, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Is the world really worth your soul? Is it? There is a proximity to the world, a friendship with the world that amounts to enmity with God. You cannot have both. The Bible says, know ye not that friendship with the world is enmity with God? That was Paul talking. And in 2 Timothy 2 verse 4 says, no soldier when in service gets entangled in the enterprises of civilian life. His aim is to satisfy and please the one who enlisted him. We must never allow ourselves to get carried away. A lot of us like to use the excuse that we are in the world. So as long as we remain good people, we have the liberty to enjoy all that the world offers, especially since Jesus has died for our sins. This is also not true. Some do it with the guise that I can do it as long as it doesn't affect my faith. I still remain a Christian. But don't be deceived. You can profess to know God but deny him with your works by the kind of things that you seek joy and fulfillment from. 2 Timothy 3 verse 1 says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Verse 2 says, For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. He continues listing through to verse 4, which says, Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. It took some time to get there. In fact, the Amplified puts it this way. It says, They will be treacherous betrayers, rash and inflated with self-conceit they'll be lovers of sensual pleasure and vain amusement more than lovers of god you cannot have both for some people this manifests in choosing only what they consider the pleasant part of the word of god then they obey those parts and forsake every other thing that the word of god says whether it's with regards to spiritual authority or following God's outline for relating with others, you know, like in marriage, family or friendship, or with regards to 
giving, tithing, offerings, forgiveness, character, and so on. They choose what they want and move on. Brothers and sisters, you cannot grow that way. At the point of pleasure, you may feel like you have some level of control because you don't feel shackled. You feel free. At this point, you begin to hear people say things like, nobody can tell me what to do. I'm a free person and I do as I like. It's my life and I do as I please. ETC. It's like God told Cain. He said, sin is at your door. It desires to have you, but you must master it. If you don't, then addiction sets in. It's pleasure that opens up the door to addiction. The day it becomes addiction, it's not really the day you start smoking or sleeping around or doing the habit that you eventually become addicted to. No, that's not that day. It is the day you choose pleasing yourself because of that thing over pleasing God. From that day, it's a slippery slide down to addiction. The tone will be different. So what is addiction? Medically speaking, addiction is a state that is characterized by compulsive drug use or compulsive engagement in rewarding behavior despite negative consequences. It simply refers to a habit or practice that damages, jeopardizes, or shortens one's life, but when ceased, causes trauma. Listen, addictions have life-damaging consequences. It's the point you get to when the things that used to comfort you, the things that used to give you pleasure, they're no longer serving you. They're now after your sanity. If you were the kind of person who grew up in church, you know, you didn't get to taste the world, or as some people say, you didn't get the opportunity to enjoy the world, you don't know what God has done for you. I don't even know why we call it enjoying the world. There is nothing to enjoy. There are many voices in this world and a lot of them do not conform to our Christian faith. Romans 12, 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Don't allow the world system to lure you away from your Christian faith. In the end, it will fail. The fashion of this world always passes away eventually that is one consistent aspect of the world now you must also know that whatever you live for will lord it over you it's the reason god doesn't want us unduly attached to anything but him he doesn't want us to have lusts, cravings and an untampered appetite for money or anything at all so much so that he cannot lead us aright anymore. Because as long as you're enjoying that thing, pursuing that thing, you're deaf to God's voice. You don't listen. Romans 6.16 in the Amplified Version says, Do you not know that if you continually surrender yourself to anyone to do his will, you are the slave to whom you obey, whether it be to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness right doing and right standing with God. So choose the heart you prefer. What you really need to ask yourself is, can you really afford the degree of soft life that you want? Is it really worth it?
The Bible says for us to not love the world, let it go. It is much easier to let go of dead things in your life willingly than wait for God to cut it off by himself. It will always hurt much more. Why? Because you're blindsided. You didn't see it coming. But if you take the necessary steps to prune what God has clearly told you to prune, you'll see the results. May God help us in this regard. There was another part of this episode that we we're supposed to take today, but it turns out we can't take it today. It's a bit too long. So we'll take it in the next episode. And then we'll talk about how to overcome the habits that are no longer serving us. Practical ways to do so. I hope you were blessed listening to this episode. Please reach out to me in my email in the description box and get a copy of our devotional, Apocalypsis. Guys, it will build you up. It will help your faith. If you use that material, you will see results. Just for you. Reach out if it's for you or if it's for anyone that you know that needs a copy. This copy is my free gift to you. You can also follow all our previous episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and subscribe to the channel. Like, 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 like the page, comment on it, but subscribe, subscribe. Forward the link to all your social media handles. Thank you so much. Bye.